Welcome to Grey Roots Theory with your hosts, Sheena and Prince. We're talking about issues that matter and some that don't. Technological advances, gentrification, and the pursuit of social connections. Conversations get heated, emotions run high, but it's all love in the room. So cop a squat, hang out with us. Oh, man. Oh, I ain't got my glasses on, Casey. Let me get my eyes. Lord. Susta, hermana. Brada. ¿Qué pasó? Así, así. Así, así. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. You, you uh, meant that. I really Man. did. Oh, you had to grab your glasses. Let me put mine up. Okay. <laughs> I need a whole lot. I need to clean all this. I feel like I'm homeless. That's, I feel like it's a lot of stuff that need to be maintained, but life has been life lately. Yeah, it does that, unfortunately. I just, yeah. I don't know. I feel like between work, between just, I saw this Instagram. I saw this Instagram post where this girl said, who is getting the house for? Because, you know, I've been thinking about homeowning mm-hmm. a lot lately. Who and she said, for? she said, who is homeowning for? Because she was like, everybody broke at this point. She was like, between inflation, between like, and I thought about, I was like, God, I, I really want to get in. But it felt like it just keep getting further and further. Like prices just keep going up. And I'm just like, it's and then the companies are firing yeah. people. And yeah, I just feel like, oh, I'm tearing stuff up. Technical difficulties. <laughs> See, life, <laughs> life. Oh my gosh. You know what? For me, it was for my peace of mind. For I can't, yeah, I got to get out there and mow some grass every now and then. But mm-hmm. that, People running, hearing people running above me Bruh. or below me. Yeah, I, I was like, you know what? I just cannot do it. Mm-mm. I can't. I, people too close to me. Mine is selfish. I just want to walk barefoot outside. I I don't. It's nothing really serious. Like Eric, I know I'm supposed to be like black ownership and like I trust me. I'm all for that. Why, why are you supposed to be like that? Who said that? Because you know people get upset when you don't be black, 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 black. And trust me, anybody who know me personally know like I'm all on that. However, comma, mm-hmm. semicolon. Um, <laughs> I just want to be barefoot. I'll be honest. I just want to walk outside like back to childhood and put my toes in the grass. It's just like, just chill, bro. I don't, <laughs> don't want to, because I feel like it's like life be life in. And in certain situations, you might do stuff you ain't got no business doing if you're not in the right state of mind. You might like explain. I've 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 been I've been trash okay. in my life. And I I I know it's. I think, like they say about gender and uh, mental uh, mental spectrums, I think there's a trash spectrum. There's... That we all go through it. <laughs> We've all had that trash era. I think, 
I think yeah. we all are like a light spectrum of trash. I feel like yeah. some stuff is more trash than others. But like, I can say without a shadow of a doubt that I've been trash. <laughs> well, as long as admittance is the first step, so I'm proud of you. <laughs> I laugh because I think I told you we would be having a conversation off air about how um, long story short, I had a situation where I was trying to sell an old car. And, yeah. Uh, this guy was writing me the whole time in English, come to find out he speaks no English at all. I had to do the whole transaction over his phone and Google Translate until I started figuring different Spanish words out because my man was from <laughs> Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Mm. And um. I didn't tell you the rest, but some other stuff happened where he went to go take the car. He was having issues with the car. I was honest about the state of the car. Mm-hmm. I felt like he was trying to take advantage of the situation, light work. And as I'm talking to him, my wife is sitting right next to me. And I need her to keep me from going and doing certain stuff. Because my stuff. mind... What? Because in my mind, I'm be honest. I don't think my man was legal. All right. And probably not. He bought the car. He gave me cash. It was cool. But I felt like he was trying to like sneak some money out of me. And I was like, okay, if you're having problems with the car, you know, you feel me? Just bring it back. And I'll give you all your cash back. No, no problems. Cause I, you know, they signed the title off. No, because I'm sure, I'm sure that. Your advertisement said as is. And I'm trying to be an honest person. And just you were like, honest in your advertisement. I was honest. I said it has issues with this, issues with that. I guess he assumed just because he did his little quick battery swap that it was gonna be fine. I told him that's not the case. No, it has a heat issue. No. I'm telling you right now, that thing happens, he has to tow the car. So, because he has the total car, he keeps messaging me. Yo, it's going to cost me so much to fix this car. It, listen, my daddy told me a long time ago, when you buy a used car, you buy somebody else's headache. Right. That's your problem now. So, in my mind, I'm like, I was honest. Mm-hmm. I gave you a deal because I gave it to you for less than what I was selling it for, or what I posted it for, because you said you was going to come that night and buy it. I just posted it. Because you did that, I honored it. I was like, yo, here you go. Give me cash. We, I recorded everything, you know what I'm saying? You know, even the Spanish. And, <laughs> and he ended up taking the car. But he having issues. So he keeps messaging me, right? Now, I'm getting frustrated with the messaging. And I told my wife, you know what? <sighs> if this was college me or even right after college me I would have never responded to this nigga oh yeah he got blocked mm-hmm. you I would have and I knew too many people at the time so I would have been like you can try something if you want to but we will find you <laughs> we have a special set of skills like special set of skills <laughs> I'm like I've been in situations what's the statue that was 20... No, nah, that was 2004. I mean, no, nah, that was 2008. We good. 
It's more than 10 years ago. There okay. was a situation where I bought a car and it was buddy tried me. Long story short, I wanted to take the car back. He tell me he ain't taking the car back. We signed a deal. And I bought this off the side of road off of one of them rinky dink. This North Florida country nigga. Bought this off the side so, of road. Well, why you think you was gonna be able to take it back? Cause he had a whole lot. And I was like, listen, hey, this car ain't doing what it's supposed to do. It's not advertised as it is. Take mm-hmm. this car back. I ain't paying no more. He said, I'm not doing that. We signed paperwork. I said, well, we can nix the paperwork. And you're going, you know, I'm not telling you to give me my money back. I've already driven it for so long, so we can call mm-hmm. it a rental. You take this back. He said, I ain't taking nothing back, son. I said, all right. Oh. I called okay. one of my homeboys. He may or may not have had something in his trunk. We may or may not have threatened this man on his property. Listen, this was a different life. <laughs> this, you wasn't going to get me. You was going to take this car. We are going to cancel all this paperwork. And we're going to be done with it. I don't care who you got in the back. Forever one you got, I got three more. So whatever you want to run, we can run it. He ended up taking the car. He obliged. Now, I just felt like <laughs> he sold me a lemon. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, bro, just show me you some respect. That's all I'm... You ain't advertised this as a lemon. Thank you. That's yeah. all I said. But I don't, to me, if we looking at the spectrum, I don't... I think we were aggressive. I don't think it was trash. I don't... Mm -hmm. so then what's your what's your level of trash how far do you have to go to be considered trash that's a good question that's a good question there was a point in my life this was young like early high school like sophomore year where I felt like I was behind the curve. Educationally? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> okay. With women, I felt like I was gotcha. behind the curve. Because okay. for those who don't know, before y'all get to judging, all right? Judging over here. <laughs> Florida is a little different with um, the activities that engage between man and woman. Um, for at, at least that was my experience. All the kids I knew, like if you know, a lot of kids they was like, "Oh, they was lying." No, I've I've seen it. I'm talking about firsthand. I've watched some of these actions happen when I was in eighth and seventh grade. Right? No, oh, it's awful. This for us, we thought it was no. I didn't realize how weird it was until I left. But for us, that was normal. Like, okay, I was like, okay. So then. Um, I don't remember if I was in eighth grade or ninth grade. It was on my birthday. That's all I remember. Um, I lived somewhere. For those who knew me during that time, shut up. That's all I'm gonna say. (laughs) Don't say where this city was. Just know it was somewhere in South Florida. At the time, there was a young lady who lived across the street. There was this Jamaican family that lived across the street. 
there may or may not have been a young lady who had a crush on me at the time. Um, I think she was a year behind me or so. And I was friends with her brother. I was I say I was cool with her brother. We weren't friends. So if you were seventh or eighth grade, she was six or seven. If I was seventh or eighth, she was six or seven. Yep. Okay. Listen, man. Florida was different. All right, you you get beside the point. All right. <laughs> all right. You know, my my kids be doing that too. They be telling me a story, and I be like, wait a minute. So <laughs> that day when you told me you was at the store, and they're like, no, mom, stop. Don't listen to that. Listen to the story. I'm trying to tell you something. Stop. <laughs> you focusing on the wrong thing. <laughs> listen, man. That 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 it was a different uh, time. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. All right. So this girl had a crush on me. I ended up getting home from school one day. Long story short, one thing led to another. And kids did, did as kids did. Seriously? Um, God bless. I, I was, front door was open of her parents' house. Her parents weren't home. She was home alone. I was home alone. Well, I hadn't made it home. We lived across the street. Other. I was walking home from school and saw her. She called my name out. She was upstairs in the window. Literally like a 90s sitcom. She's upstairs in the window. Calls her name flirt from the window she comes downstairs we're horny kids we're talking one thing leads to another we go through the front door leave the front door open go to the living room whatever happens obviously we're kids so immediately i'm like oh what's this okay <laughs> and i leave i left i'm be honest i don't know why i left <laughs> i just I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Oh no. <laughs> and then I leave. I go in my house, in my parents' house, and I just sit there. My homeboy knocks on the door. I say, yo, what's good, Prince? What's good? I said, he knows who I'm talking about. Oh, what's up, man? And he looked, I would never forget that day. He said, bro, you look like you see the ghost. I being a stupid child, I thought the girl was pregnant. I just assumed <laughs> that's how it happened. I just thought, oh, you do something. Baby, here we go. Because my parents never had the talk with me. None of the elders in my family had the talk with me. So I'm just going off of TV and what my friends say at this school. I don't know. Mm. Okay. So he was like, bro, what's going on? I was like, Bro, I think she's pregnant. He was like, who? I was like, oh, it's such a sight. She was like, ew, her. And I was like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, hey, man, shut up, man. This That's not what's important. <laughs> he was like, what happened? I told him. He was like, oh, damn, bro, what you going to do? Now he's, he's inflating this idea I have that I'm scared now. We talking, in the middle of talking, we go to the garage, we talk, we hear a knock on the door. We both run to the front door. Because no, my parents wouldn't knock. They have a key. Mm -hmm. So we like, yeah. who's knocking? Gotta be her. He looks through the people. He pushes me. He looking through the people. He's like, bro, it's her, it's her. I said, fuck. He's like, what you gonna do? I don't know. What you gonna do? Uh, uh. So then I opened the door. I was like, yo, what's good? I'm trying to be cool. Because I'm, I'm scared to death. I'm uh -huh. sweating. She was like, you left your glasses 
I was like, oh! <laughs> I took my glasses. Close the door. Didn't even say bye. Just close the door, lock the door, went back inside. I never talked to this girl again. Seriously? Because I was scared that magically one day she was going to pop up and say that she had a baby. Hey. And she lived across the street. I now, couldn't avoid I, I remember. I remember that episode when you were telling us how your wife was very thorough and asked you, has you got, you ever been arrested? Mm -hmm. You had kids, mm -hmm. any kids you might be hiding? Mm -hmm. you oh, know no. You got kids you don't know about? Nope. I knew. I knew. Because I lived <laughs> there for another two years. So I watched this. <laughs> if there's one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to do research. I watched. And at the time, I didn't know it took nine months to make a baby. I just knew I got to keep watching this girl. <laughs> if she gained weight, if anything, didn't talk to that girl ever again. I don't know. I don't even remember what the name was. I'm going to be honest with you. I just. It's so sad. We was kids just doing the stupid stuff. But I can admit that that was trash. I can, I can clearly say, like, okay. Um, I could have acted better in that. You could have handled that much yeah. better. I, yeah. you don't have to say much. That wasn't necessary. Mm. <laughs> Gosh, I just no faith, no faith in your species right now. None. I think everybody has been trashed for. I do think that men. This is that's the fundamental reason as to why I believe all men have a trash friend that they actively know is trash. Mm -hmm. Like, and just accept him for who he is. He trash. Eh, that's just who he is. That's just who he is, and not trash in the yeah. sense of. And I'm not talking about trash in the sense of like friendship, but like how he be treating women, or how he does in his job, or we that all kind got of them friends. Yeah, but that kind of you being in acceptance of how he's treating women, that's um kind of like that you're condoning trash as well. Well, see, that's that's what I used to combat with. So I used mm -hmm. to be like, Am I trash? Because I'm not jumping in when he's doing so, but I'm like, I'm not there. And this girl not... is saying she cool with it. You're not telling them either, though, are you? Are you oh, no, 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 no. I tell them. My my circle knows. <laughs> Don't tell me. They're, I'll say this. They know not to ask my opinion. Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to say it. Because I'm like... At, I got to a certain point where I was like, if this was my sister, we'd have a problem. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just going to be honest with you. You know you kind of flaw in this situation because, like, you can't be mad at her for X, Y, Z because you know you did X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you. Now, whether you act on it, whether she addresses it, that's between y'all. But, like, it sometimes, if we're being honest, the couple is trash. <laughs> and I just be like, that's just our trash friend couple. I, <laughs> Trash dude and frown. Trash girl. I don't know if women have that. Like, do y'all have the 
trash. Everybody jokes about how all women have the horror friend in the circle. Uh-huh. I, I'm I'm more I'm more inclined to believe that than women have a trash friend in the circle, unless they all trash. So then, what I mean, because wouldn't the horror friend be trashed? I don't consider that trash. Of course, you don't. You're a man. No, <laughs> I don't consider. I, I categorize all this stuff. All this stuff is in silos, right? Mm-hmm. I think everybody can be a whore. I don't think that's specific to men or women or they or whatever they want to call it. Yeah. Okay. I think the idea of a whore is. So I think it's objective for the most part, but if we're speaking generally, like everybody engages in something, like some type of sexual activity, right? However, where I define it is where it's like it's no line for it. Like, okay, let's say you dating, you're dating, mm-hmm. you're not obliged to anybody, you're not obligated to be with any one person right now. Mm-hmm. So if you are single and you're not exclusively dating somebody, mess with who you want to mess with. I don't care. Ain't got nothing to do with me. On the flip side, where it starting to feel like like anybody who won't walk through the door, you just bust it open or you sticking in there. Now I'm like, I got some homeboys. I was like, bro, you got something and you are passing it around. Oh, gosh. And they don't know because they think out of sight, out of mind. But I'm just sitting there like, that's whorish activity to me. Yeah, that's nasty. Because people are like, oh, it's just sexually liberated. No, you engaging with whoever you want to engage with, however you want to engage with, that's sexual liberation, male or female. But when it's like, girl, you, you don't even know that nigga, man. Y'all was in the Wendy's bathroom, bro. Like, oh, that's man. come on, bro. Like that to me is where the line is drawn. But at the same time, I don't necessarily think that's trash. I just think that's horish activity. Somebody just has a healthy appetite. That that's how I look. Like you can eat, you can eat in excess, or you can overeat. Mm-hmm. Right, consistently overeating. That's levels. I think if you engage, you can engage a little more than the average. Okay. And then you can overindulge in sexual activity. That to me is a whorish activity where it's like you risking stuff. (laughs) Oh, we're talking about with different people though. I mean, because you can overindulge with the same person. Right. This is just random. Like you just, oh man, I'm finna check out. Oh, this cashier cute. Boom. Oh man, I see him taking them baskets in as a target. Let me see if he's gonna go around back. Boom. That I'm like, hey bro, <laughs> you gotta chill, bro. You don't even know her day. You just relax, bro. You are risking your health. You should probably mm-hmm. chill out. That to me is horse level. But yeah, trash is you can be horse and trash. Where you know somebody is in a committed relationship and you're tempting them on purpose because you know they're going through something or whatever. That's trash. But I don't know if 
I don't know if women actively know who their trash friends are. Or they just find yeah. out one day, like, oh, she trash. And then now you're in a predicament, like, Dang. I think it depends. Some some women relationships, we absolutely know who our trash friend is. We absolutely know we can't leave our man alone with her. Yeah. Well, why would you be friends with him? That's why I'm not. I have no friends no more. <laughs> I'm not I'm not about to do this. I can't. I have to watch you. I got to, you know, sleep with one eye open because you might sneak into my bedroom at night and pull my man out the bed of me. Yeah, no. Ain't okay. nobody doing that. No one's doing that. Mm -mm. So I think as we get older, we're like those trash friends. We kind of start slipping away from them. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, I still call you. Hey, girl, how you doing? Yay. But I can't. Not, we're not doing this whole let's go out every week, weekend thing that we did before. Uh -uh. I, I think that's the difference is that y'all will slowly fade away and men will just be like that's just buddy like that's <laughs> just I mm -hmm. most niggas I know be like that's just such and such bro he just but what's interesting is that I feel like the saying is birds of a feather when it comes with women and the whorish friend mm. niggas seem to do that with women but with men, I don't see people really. I don't really see people do that. Now, what do you mean you don't see people do that? Because I absolutely do that. If I see a guy that I know is absolute trash, mm -hmm. anybody around him is you absolute just, trash. trash with too. Him. Yep. Mm -hmm. See, that's how I'm like, I'll be like, bro, I know really solid dudes. And let's say we have different friend circles, right? Where we got our overlapping friend circle and then he has some on the side. I can look in his circle and be like, that nigga trash. You shouldn't even be friends with that nigga. <clears throat> but there's probably a reason why they're friends. I don't know. I think men a lot of times be like, I'm going to check them in on this real quick. A lot of times men be like, women don't even really be friends like that. They be like friends today and they ain't friends tomorrow. Like, oh, they be like, oh, what's up, bitch? That's my bitch. Da, 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 da. And they be like, I hate that bitch. Fuck that bitch. We ain't cool no more. Niggas say this a lot. They be like, oh, women so emotional. Women so emotional. What I will actively say, and I will say that I've participated in before too. Men are if not just as quote unquote what they're describing as emotional if not worse oh yes absolutely you don't know how many times and i'm not an emotional person you know how many times i've been called emotional by an emotional bitch ass nigga stop it <laughs> stop it shit <laughs> Because you real emotional. <laughs> you real emotional right now because about me not being emotional. That's what it is. You're mad because I don't have the same feelings for you. So you getting real emotional on me and calling me emotional. Got it. Kick rocks. God damn. <laughs> I just I hate that it burns me up when a guy's like, you so emotional. 
I think that's something that <laughs> we were taught when we were younger, especially if you grew up in the 80s or the 90s. Like this, that's something we were all taught. Cause I don't hear younger dudes say it as much. Mm-hmm. But we were taught to be like, oh, women are emotional and men are not. But if I'm being honest, like I said, I think a lot of men, the type of emotional they're describing, like unhealthy emotional. I think most men, honestly, are just as what they're describing, if not worse. And the difference is men aren't taught to like, (laughs) at least in our era, we weren't taught to address these emotions. So a lot of times, like, we be saying, oh, they ain't friends like that. We ain't either. We just don't say nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of niggas end up in jail or fighting or whatever the case is because you really not cool with this nigga. But you trying to like not feel like you don't want to feel like a bitch. So you were like, man, I ain't going to trip. But dog was just talking shit. No, he was talking shit. He wasn't just. He was being disrespectful. Mm -hmm. And like I've done it before where like a nigga said something slick to me and I know I didn't like it, but I didn't want to appear emotional because that's the mm-hmm. first thing a nigga gonna say yep like when he's growing up we called each other ugly all the time don't matter if you're a pretty boy or not don't matter you ugly it doesn't matter okay. how many girls you get nigga you ugly your girl bad as hell she ugly too that's just how we talk mm-hmm. so for us growing up if you got mad at a nigga calling you ugly we were like bro this is emotional ass nigga like bro calm down but for that, to me, even now, I'm like, but that was the norm. Like, we called each other ugly. It wasn't like a true, we weren't really calling you ugly. It was just talking, just talking shit mm-hmm. versus a nigga taking it too far and being like, well, like, just you ugly. Like, I'm be honest. Like, if I wanted your girl, I could take you because, nigga, you that ugly. All right, now, okay. Now you crossing the line and like mm-hmm. bro like i don't know like it's like your mama was ugly and your dad is ugly and then you super ugly nigga like just and they starting to you know what i'm saying like oh that's why your mama got alopecia like it's like okay all right there's a difference like we called it ranking growing up so like there's a difference between ranking or roasting the jones and whatever people want to call it and like taking it too far there have been plenty of situations and all men, I don't care what they say, if they don't agree, they lying. Every man has been in a situation where you as a kid, you and your homies talking, somebody take it too far and you don't say nothing right then and there. And you let it slide because you're like, oh, that's the homie. Because you're like, man, I ain't about to be all emotional about it. I ain't no bitch, bro. But yes, you are, bro. You, you mad. It's okay. I literally you mad. No say you mad. No lie, I'm not gonna say names, but recently I've had two homeboys hit me up. Three actually, in this last in 72 hours, I've had three niggas hit me up, and I'm talking to them. One of them was going off about something the week prior, right? And he was like, Man, my bad about last week. And I was like, What the hell is he talking about? He was like, Man, I was on some bitch nigga shit, man, sitting there crying about my situation. I was like, bruh. You had a stressful fucking day. Like it's okay. Right. It's okay, bro. There ain't no bitch. You just had a rough day, nigga. Like, what you talking about? 
I had another homeboy. Man, I know I just be bitching, bro, but like this shit really got me tight, bro. I was about to beat that whole ass. Some shit happened with work related shit. And I was just like, bruh, you were not bitching. <laughs> you literally, like, one, the dude, the guy I'm talking about, he had a situation where he had to spend basically like $1,200 that completely wasn't inspected in the midst of trying to save for something major for his family. He just had a child. I'm like, fam. Hmm. Like, that's okay that you upset right now, bro. Like, it's it's cool. As long as you don't do nothing crazy like that. I'm telling you, calm down, because I don't want you to go to jail over this. But, like, hmm. just, it's cool. That's what, like I said before in the previous episode, that's what group chats are for. When you mad at your boss, when you mad at your girl, when you mad at your kids, you come in here, you cuss them out. This is a safe space. And then maybe you don't calm down. Maybe it's so bad because when men get emotional, sometimes they can end up in jail. Now, when you women know get why? Sometimes when men, when women get emotional, we like find a corner to cry in or something. But y'all could end up in jail. You know why? You know why? <laughs> I'ma say it. Men. I'm going to say even specifically black men, we are not allowed to have any other emotions than two. Laughter or just like nothing. <laughs> just nonchalant. We are not allowed. I don't care what everybody says. Ooh, I want me a man. Who who don't mind crying? Uh, it's a lie. It's not. It is it's not a lie. Lie. I'm gonna need you to have more than two emotions. I'm gonna need you to have uh, emotional range further than a daggone yardstick. Okay. I'm I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need it. We are laughter not. or nothing. Nothing is an emotion too. I need yeah. to know what's behind that. Nothing. What's behind <laughs> nothing. that? What's the real emotion behind there? Because there is one. So, I mean, I just, just tell me, just tell me what it is. You're pissed off. You're angry. You're sad. What? The only, the only reason I openly say how I'm feeling is honestly, because people already associate Pisces with being emotional. So I'm like, okay, fine. I can excuse. (laughs) So I can say it and people can feel whatever. And I'm also married. So like, it's no question. It's like, all right, I can go to my wife and y'all can sit here and cry about how emotional I am. Doesn't matter. I can go mm-hmm. talk to her right now. Doesn't fucking matter. Your opinion doesn't count. <laughs> but like before, no, nah, I wouldn't have said nothing. I got homeboys who married right now and they just don't feel comfortable whether it's there is some social influence on that, but there's also like my home, one of my homeboys. His dad said he works in the correctional officer capacity. He said and he was in a serious prison. Like these niggas is killers. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm be honest with you. 99.99% of the men in this prison are in here over a woman. 99.99%. Because what happens a lot of times, and I've had it happen. 
Oh, stop acting. Like I had a girl say, stop acting light skin. I was like, okay. Or, oh, stop acting like a bitch. You getting mad over this. Women saying this. And then you know what happens? Most times when a woman says that, a man goes and does something to quote unquote prove that he's <laughs> not what they're saying. And then just, and I'm, I'm not taking the onus off the man. You still, as a grown ass man, made that decision. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it's like it's triggered because, oh, he's soft. Because okay, he's getting slap buddy okay. that tried you. Not slap him. Um, so what, <laughs> what I am saying that for, like, if I'm calling a dude a bitch ass nigga, mm-hmm. it's because. He's not, he's not giving me something. I'm not getting whatever emotion is happening right now. That's what I'm calling you that for. Because so you, now I'm feeling you like you're too weak. say that. Yeah. Okay. This is, see, this, this is what I mean. I'm going to need you to tell me because right now you're hiding behind toxic masculinity. Stop being a bitch ass nigga and tell me your feelings. Okay. Do you think that's going to make him say it? No, but I'm pissed off by that point. (laughs) By that point, I'm pissed off. So let me ask you a question. I've been finessing and massaging, and please talk to me. It's okay. Are you feeling this? Are you feeling that? Oh, I mean, what's going on? I am providing an atmosphere of trust and communication so that you can come to me with any issues or feelings that you're having something i just said made you feel some type of way i can see it in your eyes just go ahead and tell me what you're thinking right now tell me how you're feeling right now no okay you know what bitch ass nigga get out now (laughs) why because i've i told my wife very early on in our relationship do not yell at me this ain't a control thing because I'm not going to yell at you. I'm showing you that respect. You mad at me? Let's have a conversation. You ain't ready to talk? You go your way. I go my way. We'll meet back later. Don't yell at me and don't cuss at me. <laughs> Do not. I'm not going to respond because I'm trying to be controlled and respectful. I'm telling you that sisters, homegirls, friends, significant others, if men did a fraction of what women did when they were upset, do you know the chaos? (laughs) If if men did, like, use your example. Use Mm -hmm. your example, specifically with you. Use mm-hmm. your example. Y'all in a situation, you're not ready to talk about something right now for whatever mm-hmm. reason, right? He's like, what's going on? How can I help you in this moment? I say he's using all the right words because what you're describing is you're using all the terminology that you have in your tool belt to try to get this man to communicate. He does mm-hmm. that with you. You mad. Yeah. You just don't want to talk right now. He, Listen. What can I do to support you in this moment? What what is there something that I upset you? What is it that I did that upset you? Is there something we can talk about? Is there anything you need? Now I don't feel like talking. I'm fine. See, I'm fine. I'm not in that situation. Then, I'm not doing that. I'm not fine. 
at the, in that situation, you come to me at that, like that, I'm saying, okay, I'm very mad. Are you going to be okay to receive what I'm about to say? I just want to make sure because you're asking me to tell you how I feel and I want to do that. Are you ready to receive it right now? I or, understand. Or you can let me calm down and then I'll come back. <laughs> come back to it. I understand what you're saying, but let's mm-hmm. say you responded like you said. The man is responding like, I'm, okay. I'm fine. I'm okay. fine. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm laying out all the pretty wording to try to get you Mm-hmm. Respectfully to express yourself, you're saying you're not ready, and then I say, "Well, fine, get your bitch ass out." That's not going to go well for weak women. I believe you are a very strong woman. I believe you, you believe... are a very capable and powerful <laughs> woman, and very intelligent. You know, what I wish times? a nigga would say to you, "Chill with that bitch ass." I wish you know a nigga would. How many times I have been called a bitch? And did you just sit by and let that young gentleman get off with that? I am single now, aren't I? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot say what you just said. There's absolutely, positively, I guarantee you can't do it, it with everybody. You can't do it with everybody. We of can't course, do it there are with some people. We can't do it with anybody. Some people can't take that at all. We Not can't do everybody. it with anybody. And you know what? I don't, I didn't have to say it. I didn't have to say it to everybody. So, and some people, if I did have to say it, they couldn't take it. I would not say it. I only said it to the ones I knew could take it. But why, why? Why those specific? I feel like I know the reason, but why those specific words? We know that when it comes to men, anything related to your masculinity is an immediate, like visceral response. Because it's a trigger. Yes. Because right now you're giving me nothing and I'd rather get your anger than nothing. That is so dangerous. (laughs) Anger, I can take. That's anger, what I mean. I can because I can take if, anger. Nothing. Yeah, no. If we say, if we flip it and say those exact words to y'all, and whatever the reciprocal is, it's the police on site. It's it's about to go. Now we're violent, we're hostile, we're anything similar to I, like I said, we watch these dating shows. Me and my wife watch these dating shows, and I see these women be throwing stuff. And flipping out. We watched one show, um, Married at First Sight. This girl got mad and started kicking chairs. And so if that, if you flip that scene and that man did that, all of production would have pulled this man out. They would have called security. Even if he didn't touch her, they would have called security. We are not allowed. And then even in quote unquote safe spaces. It's it's a limit. It's a limit. Like you can cry, kinda. <laughs> you can you can be sad, kinda, because the minute it go too far, it's, oh, this nigga always crying. Okay, no. So yeah, 
And that's us too then, isn't it? I mean, isn't that us too? Yes, I want my I want my man to be emotional and tell me his feelings and stuff like that. But if it gets to the point where you're like too emotional, you emotional every day like oh, I just birthed a souffle. <laughs> <laughs> What Sir. if he's what if he's a top chef? What if that's his life? See, Sir. y'all don't care. You know, you what? were just in the bathroom crying that, <laughs> that you cut yourself shaving. You can't cry three times in one day. You can't do that. You know we don't do that. You can't do that. And that is trash. That <laughs> these double standards. You know what? It is on that note that we're going to call it, but we're going to have a whole episode on how men are not allowed to feel their feelings. And we accept it. Who accepts it? I don't accept that. Men. I do not like toxic masculinity. You're right. We're going to have a whole nother episode on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, ready. thank y'all. Even though y'all had to endure <laughs> this this onslaught of aggression from this one. Just, uh-huh. just... <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'll be here oh. all week with my aggression. Oh my gosh. Bye y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, y'all, we really want to thank you for listening to us here on the Grey Roots Podcast. If y'all feeling the conversation, please make sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if you don't, man, do the same thing. And if you ain't got nothing nice to say, keep your comments to yourself because your opinion does not matter. And I'm gone.